You're listening to The Gutsy Podcast, where we talk about all things real, raw, and ridiculous about running a business authentically. I'm Laura Wallace, also known as The Laura Aura, lover of all things inspirational, owner of Works Graphic Design, and your host on this journey through entrepreneurship. I'm here to help you get out of your head and back into action as a passionate business rock star. Tune in every Tuesday and Thursday as we fuel your gutsy. This might be one of the least exciting episodes that I've ever gone into, but maybe one of the most necessary. Today, we're going to talk about documenting systems and processes. And I know that sounds real freaking dry, and it kind of is, but it's also incredibly fascinating. So let me take you on a typical journey of a business owner. You have an idea, you start your business, and you start figuring out how things work. You figure out what apps you love, what software you want to use. You figure out how things work, right? You're, you're basically just figuring it out as you go. When they say that entrepreneurs are building the plane on the way down, they're not lying because it's so much like parenthood, right? You have no idea what you're doing. You've never done this before. There's a first time for everything, and first times are not usually the smoothest. When you're starting your business, you're quite literally figuring out how you're going to do business. You're already amazing at your craft or your service or whatever it is that you do. You're already awesome at that. And sure, while there may be some imperfections, overall, you've got that pretty much in the bag. That's kind of why you started the business to begin with. But as you know, owning a business is not just about doing what you're already amazing at. It's figuring out how you do everything else. This is your daily operation stuff. How do you answer the phone? What does the signature of your email look like? What's your communication policy? How long does it take for you to respond to people? If you've got an e-commerce website, what is the packing and shipping process like? How many days a week am I doing accounting? When do I send out invoices? Do I require a deposit to get started? This is all the granular level stuff, the, the things that you just honestly end up doing subconsciously because you've grown so accustomed to it. But you've done that because you've developed a process for it. Now, you as the business owner, you've got it, right? You know all these things like the back of your hand. You could do this stuff literally in your sleep. And then it comes time to expand your team. Time to add people. Time to add vendors. All these other people start getting involved in your business. And guess what? All of that information is locked in a vault in the back of your head. And honestly, it's not even like you you are the only one that wants to have that information. I'm guessing that you would probably be more than happy to teach somebody else or have someone else know this as well. Then you don't have to be the only one that does it. But that takes time and that takes effort. And it honestly just ends up becoming easier to do it yourself. That's where we got to shift some mindset. That's where we're going to dig in today because you've got to get that shit out of your head. Because <laughs> I'm going to take you through a story and a process of how I completely flubbed this up. And I'm going to tell you how I did so that maybe I can help prevent you from doing it or so that today you can be like, okay, this makes a lot of sense. I need to go document this shit. Here's what happens though. When that stuff is locked in your head, like it's in Fort freaking Knox, no one else has access to it. So every time you add an employee, you have to train them, right? They rely on you 
the one that's been there, to teach them how to do things properly. So you end up scrambling at the 11th hour, trying to pull some notes and information together to teach them how to do certain things. Inevitably, you miss information or super important details, or then when you go to train the person after them, they get a different training version than what that original person did, and maybe they got the details that the first person didn't, so everyone's got kind of bits and pieces of the processes, but no one's really doing it effectively. Here's the hard pill to swallow, and guys, I had to swallow this one too. It's up to the leader to properly train employees, and if they don't have what they need to be able to work efficiently, that falls back on us. The other thing that happens is you keep being really stressed out, right? You're holding all of this information, you're carrying this, the expectations are on you, and right now you're the only person that knows how to do things efficiently? That's a lot of weight to carry. The crazy thing is it's so subconscious that you don't even realize that you're doing these things. But later on in the episode, as we start talking about jotting these processes down, you realize just how much is locked in there. What ends up happening is you are taking on and doing way more than you should be doing. And the mentality is, it's just easier. I'll just do it myself. Well, that's great in the moment sometimes, but here's what happens long term. Have you ever heard the saying that if you give a man a fish, you feed him for a day, but if you teach a man how to fish, you feed him for life? The same concept applies here. Yeah, it may be easier for you to do it real quick right now, but how many times are you doing that a day? How many times are you doing that a week? And if you look at that over the course of a couple of months and even over a year, you're spending an an intense amount of time doing things that you could just do real quick. So here's my journey with systems and processes, because I can speak so clearly on this to you today, because I'm quite literally just on the other side of completing, documenting these beasts. Works & Co. is 12 and a half years old. And just like many of you, I started it on my own, from my couch, just figuring things out along the way. I, I didn't know what the hell I was doing. Yeah, I was a pretty decent graphic designer, but how to actually run a business, I had to figure all that shit out. I don't have a business degree. I didn't go to business school. You know, I'm just kind of a a learner of life and I absorb information and read lots of books and say yes and figure it out later. So I went through all the notions. I figured out what email system works best for us. We have a handful of different applications that we use. I know what our voicemail greeting sounds like. I know how we work like work with clients, what our process is like communicating with them and what kind of expectations we have. And, you know, I just knew all these things by figuring them out on my own. Over the course of a couple of years, we started to expand our team, right? Amber was our first employee and she was super easy to train because one, we had already worked together, but two, she just kind of got it. We worked really closely together, like I'm talking real close. We worked in a 10 by 10 office across from one another. So it was really easy to exchange information and just have conversations. Then if we fast forward a couple of years, we have a few more employees. So there are five of us total at Works & Co. right now. And we went through a pretty intensive rebranding process earlier in the year. Just like I mentioned earlier, I've been training people, I've been teaching them the ways and how we do things, what general business looks like at works. 
But everyone was getting a little bit of a different version of me. Not by intent, but just because I can, I only have so much capacity in my brain for so much information. When we think about hiring, it's almost daunting because I'm like, oh, now I got to go back and like figure out how we do that. How did we do that last time? Wait, where did we get hung up? Oh, we actually needed more information over here. All the way down to details of, oh, I need to set up a box.com folder so that the designer can put up samples of their work. There are so many steps to so many things, and all of it lived in my freaking head. Now, I'm not holding that shit hostage. It's not like I'm, I'm territorial about it, like, oh, you can't know all the secrets to how we do business. No, no, I really could care less about that. What was happening is I just never took the time to open up Word and document it. I mean, that takes time, right? Good heavens, I don't have enough of that as it is let alone sitting down and doing something that doesn't overly excite me. It's not the most creative thing in the world to sit and document processes. So as we were going through our rebranding process, we were trying to get way more intentional and way more strategic with our branding and our marketing, the way that we're showing up into the world and the way that we do business. And it became glaringly obvious that none of our processes were documented. I was getting the same questions from different employees on how to do things, and every single time I'd have to sit down and think about how to get those things done, and each one of them got a slightly different version of how that process goes. And then the real kicker, the straw that broke the camel's back, is this podcast. (laughs) Honestly, creating this podcast, delivering two episodes to you every week, takes an intense amount of planning. Not to mention what happens on the backside. After I record this episode, there's a whole slew of things that happen, and it passes through three people's hands. It starts with me, then it goes to our vocal guy, Tim, and then it comes back to our communication specialist, Kelly. And you guessed it, there is a pretty intense snowball effect that can happen if any of those steps are missed. Well, the problem was we didn't have those steps documented. I'd mentioned earlier, I'm all about say yes and figure it out later. And one of the most beautiful lessons that I have learned this year is, yes, you can say yes. Yes, you can figure it out later. But know when that later is. We winged this podcast for months just trying to figure out what that process was like. And then it came time to really get down into the nitty gritty and document it. What works really well? What doesn't work well? What is the timing? Who's involved? What are the steps? Basically, documenting this process is one, about getting organized, and two, creating efficiency. Because if every time you're going back to do something, you're spending time researching or searching through files trying to figure out how you did it the first time, you're wasting so much of your valuable time where you could have just gone right into it. Not having your systems and processes documented does a lot of things. It causes stress, causes lack of information, causes inefficiency. People are confused. People are stressed not knowing what they're supposed to be doing or if they're doing it right. There's an enormous lack of detail and it creates a huge inconsistency in your company. So we're going to flip that coin on its head and we're going to get down into the details of how to even start this process. Because I'm going to be completely honest with you, when I realized that we needed to do this, I was like, yeah, this makes complete sense. I get it. And I opened up a Word document and my brain completely shut down. 
It's almost like trying to find a needle in a haystack. Why is it that all of this stuff is in my head, but when I go to sit down and write it, it's as if none of it exists? Well, it's because most of those things are subconscious. You're doing them really without even realizing it. So here's the best place to start. Open up a Word document or grab a piece of paper and keep it with you at all times. Over the next week, maybe even two weeks, every time you're doing something, I really want you to get in the frame of mind of thinking, I need to document how we do things. So every time you go to do something that you realize has a process, there is a way that you do these things, I want you to jot down what that is. I titled my document, Processes to be Defined. This gave me a running list of all the different aspects of my business that have a typical way of doing things so that when I go back to write them, I'm not just trying to pull things out of my ass. I know what those things are and it's way easier to trigger your brain to say, hey, how do you do this? The trick with this though is you have to flip these things from subconscious to conscious. So having a physical piece of paper is actually probably a better idea because you can have it with you. Take it with you in the car. Take it home with you. Take it with, sit next to you while you're working. Because as you start developing and realizing, oh, there is a way that I respond to emails. Oh, there is a way that we hand off projects. Oh, there is a way that we set up invitations in our calendar. You'll be able to jot those subjects down. Now, if you want to break out the whole process while you're in it, in that mindset, go for it. But really one of the greatest places to start is by starting. And that's by creating this running list. You're going to quickly realize just how many things you do on a daily basis that you don't even think about. If you work with a team, whether it's one person or 50, chances are they have developed processes for their roles as well. So what we did here at Works was I delegated. We came together as a team. We had a goal in mind. And that goal was for any one of us to be able to train any type of employee that comes in on our systems and processes, and to create efficiency and consistency within our office. Because everyone knows their individual role better than anyone, I leaned on the experts. Amber has a process and a system of how she builds a website. She knows from day one to launch day how that process goes. But again, it was in her mind. And it was only in her mind because That's how I trained them, essentially. So each person on my team took their particular role and broke out their individual list of processes. And then we blocked out a day, no work, no phone calls, and we documented it. And I'm talking all the way down to the nitty gritty stuff, the things that you might think, well, duh. But if you think from the perspective of someone that you've never met before, could they pick up this process, this document, read through it, and effectively do what you need them to do. One of our other goals was to set our future team up for success. So not only are we helping ourselves, but we know as part of our growth plan, we want to expand our team. And that future team relies on us teaching them how to do things effectively. There are a ton of different programs that you can use for systems and processes. Online apps, online software, paid subscriptions, free things... We chose to just go the simple route, honestly, and document everything in Word Docs. We were on a budget, so this is free. We created a filing system on our server that hosts all of them together. 
And we're getting ready to print out binders. So everyone's going to have a copy of these at their desk. Quick reference files. Because honestly, electronic things often go out of sight, out of mind. Here's the other thing that you're going to quickly realize. You'll get all these initial ones done. And then as time goes on, in the next couple of days and over the next few weeks, you're going to be like, ah, shit, that's a process. And all of a sudden, you're going to see everything through the lens of a process. I was in such a process-driven mind that I started noticing the lack of processes in other companies. And that's when I realized how insanely important it is. I was having a poor customer experience with a particular company, and I realized it's because they didn't have a system in place. I ultimately ended up not joining forces with them because I couldn't even imagine how they were doing what they were doing without a system. So be open to and don't be too hard on yourself when you realize, oh my gosh, I didn't get them all in the first pass. You're not going to. And that's okay. If you set yourself up with the expectation that you're going to take care of the largest chunk first, and then the next round are going to be smaller, and the next round is going to be smaller, and now we're to the point where basically all of them are documented, they're formatted, they're ready to rock and roll, and every once in a while, one trickles in. Just yesterday, I realized that we needed a process documented for the way that we handle our proactive social media marketing. I mean, it just opens up a whole new door. But the beautiful thing is that once it's done, it's in place. And yeah, it may need updated or fine-tuned from time to time. But the core of your business, the way that you do things, is all documented. You're not going to have to remember all this stuff anymore. You're not going to be the only person that someone can go to with questions. Your team is going to be in sync and everyone's going to be operating in the same way. It takes a ton of guesswork off of your employees. They're going to feel like they're nailing it more often. And you're going to be able to provide an even more incredible customer experience. Because if, let's say, you have a customer and they end up interacting with two of your employees, they're going to have the same experience from both of those employees because they're singing to the same tune. They're doing things the same way. And that customer ends up really relying on that. It's part of the brand experience that your customers grow to love and appreciate. And it's oftentimes what brings them back. One of the companies that I think has nailed the customer experience probably better than any company that I've ever come in contact with is Chick-fil-A. You know that when you pull up in that line, whether you go to the left lane or the right lane, that there is a process to get you through that line as quickly as possible. There's someone standing out with their iPad taking your order. Then you go around the bend and they're giving you your receipt. And then you go up to the window and you're getting your food and you're in and out of there in a flash, even though there are 2,700 people in line. I can go to Chick-fil-A in Hagerstown, Maryland, or I could go to Chick-fil-A in LA. And I know that that is the same experience that I'm going to get, regardless of which location I'm at. And you know why? They have a system and process documented. And they train every single one of their employees on it. And it takes all the guesswork out. It ultimately creates a seamless brand experience for the customers. And employees just know how things are done. I honestly never thought that I could geek out about systems and processes because that's so far out of where my brain normally goes. But I think what I have experienced and what I want you to experience is the relief and the brain capacity that I have gained from getting this shit out of my head and onto paper. 
It's honestly made me a better leader because I can train them efficiently. I feel relieved because I know that everyone is getting the same information and that it doesn't rely on me remembering every single tiny little detail that comes about. It's almost like I gained back an entire lobe of my brain, honestly. And now I can, I personally can work more efficiently. Today, I encourage you to just take a step back out of your business for a hot minute and look, do I have any of these documented? If so, what needs updated? And if you don't, that's okay. Like, don't beat yourself up. It took me 12 years to document my processes. So better late than never, right? The beautiful thing is you can start today, right now, as soon as you get off this podcast. I promise you, this has been one of the most transformational things that I've ever invested my time in, in my business. And I wish that for you. I wish for capacity and peace. And you know what? Just a little less stress in your already stressful life. Yeah, it may take a little bit more time to do this right now. But in the long run, you're going to gain so much time back. Join me this Thursday as we take our power back by evaluating and minimizing your commitments. We're talking about getting time back. Oh yeah, commitments, one of the areas we need to evaluate. For a look into previous episodes or for more gutsy insight, follow me on Facebook and Instagram at that Laura Aura. And until then, stay gutsy.